Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk to you about grieving. When I read stories about people who have ended their life, there is a part of their story that involves some type of grieving or incomplete grieving um, where there was like some immediate loss where there's a family, uh, a family member, friend, what have you. I just lost a friend uh, to suicide and it was right on the tail of his mom passing away. And I realized a lot of us have not really learned how to grieve, how to cope with loss. My father passed away 10 years ago and there was really no one to follow up with me as I think about it now. I'm, as I, I, I actually like could feel myself wanting to tear up as I think about it. But there was there there was no huddle. There was no uh, you know big group hug of all. Oh, you know this is tough for you. I mean we had a strange family dynamic um, that that took place. And, and there was, but it, not in the way that I needed, I should say that. Not that I didn't receive any hugs or any physical forms of affection or, or discussion. But also, I recognize on my part, I didn't know what I needed. You know, I thought that, all right, this is just a thing that happens. Uh, you know, go to the funeral, uh, throw some dirt on them, and we move on. And I think a lot of it is, you know, just not wanting to be a burden to other people. Also, too, is not really being in touch with how I really felt, um, you know, all these different things. So a part of it is, uh, you know, the communication. And, and I think that what I recognize in myself is that there was some resentment and bitterment, not over the fact that he passed away, but, uh, you know, I was just angry at the relationship that we didn't have and that we did have. You know, like I was grieving the loss of the opportunity to establish uh, a relationship that I had thought about and romanticized and dreamed about and wanted my, throughout my life. And so when he passed away, I was like, wow, I don't I don't really get that chance. I don't get that chance to. In my head, it was like our relationship is over because now he's passed away. And what I've learned is there's so many different ways to continue on our relationship with the person and actually it can be a blessing because now we get to be in control of what that relationship looks like right like you know now we don't have the 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 bounds of human to human contact now I can you know I can be driving in the car and, and talking to my dad I can anywhere I go I can take my dad with me to the grocery store if I want to right he doesn't have a say in this I'm bringing you. You're you're coming along for the ride, buddy. Um, now, now now you were attached at the hip. Ha ha ha! I win, right? Um, but one of the ways that I've recently discovered in honoring my dad was I found out that he loved to take naps, right? Naps in the middle of the day. He loved to to lay it down for a good hour or so, and he would call it his siestas. And, and, and it was funny to me to discover this because he's, you know, a black man from Anniston, Alabama. 
And when we think of, when I think of siestas, I think of, you know, span, you know, uh, someone of Spanish descent or, or Latin descent uh, taking a siesta, not a black man from, you know, Anniston, Alabama taking a siesta. I thought he would have called it a, a nap or I'm about to go lay it down kind of thing. So th- that part was made, you know, endeared me more to him. And then the other part is, you know, my sister shared with me that he would say toodaloo before he went to to take a nap, which, you know, in, uh, is slang term for goodbye or, you know, adios. Like, so he's like, you know, all right, guys, I'm, you know, I'm out of here. I'm about to go take a nap. Toodaloo. And I was like, I can't believe that this, you know, he, he was a, a, a hulking size of a man, 6'2", every bit of masculinity. Or you know, at least when you're when you're a kid, like your 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 father's a, a superhero, and uh, you know they're they're like six twelve in your eyes, and I, I just can't imagine him saying toodaloo, right? Um, and so that was funny. So now I put in my calendar every day uh, at two o'clock because I recognize that that's about the time when I need a nap, or as my father says siesta. I put in there siesta, and then I put in there toodaloo. And and Michelle, my girlfriend, was like, "What is this siesta toodaloo thing?" And I explained it to her, and she laughed. And 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 what's that? What that has done is it's given me an anchor. It's given me a connection point. It's given me a way of honoring my dad and creating new memories. I'm I'm taking a piece of him. Uh, I don't want to say taking a piece. It sounds like theft, but I'm incorporating a piece of them and folding them into my life and my narrative and my, uh, my way of being and, and as a, and, and, and then growing that and adding to it my own, uh, my own thing. Right. And it's a way of remembering him, uh, and, and, and creating new memories so that I'm not just replaying the, the memories that, of the times where, you know, he wasn't there or, you know, he said something or, you know, whatever happened, whatever thing I deemed to be traumatic was there. And so I encourage you to do the same. You know, I was listening to Michelle Obama's book and Becoming, and she talked about how Barack, you know, his father, uh, his, his parents divorced. And so Barack wrote Dreams from My Father as a way to connect with his father, as a way of, of grieving, as a way of closing that loop. A lot of times we spend so much effort in trying to get the other person to heal us and, and wanting the other person to close the loop, to give us closure. And we really have to find a way to give that to ourselves. If we don't, then it, it, it's, it's detrimental to our health. We, we know that when we don't fully grieve, when we don't get it all out, it's like when, uh, when, you, when we don't get it all out, you know, it can, it can damage our immune system, heartache, uh, headaches, chest pain, um, you know, that broken heart syndrome, right? It's almost like when a doctor goes in to, to, to remove the cancer cells, he has to get it all out. He has to make, you know, maybe he might grab some healthy uh, uh, skin cells or cell tissue. He might remove those. 
but he has to make sure he gets it all out. If he leaves any little bit in there, then that's just going to grow and, and fester and return and, and eat us up, right? And and to be honest, sometimes grieving can be like that, and that's okay. You know, it's not like it's not about you making sure that you grieve appropriately the first time, right? Uh, if the cancer comes back, we go back to the doctor and, you know, we have them remove whatever cells have grown since then. And, and hopefully over time, there are fewer and fewer cells that return. So just like grieving, like, it's not like you cry, you know, your eyes out for a few days and, you know, binge watch Emily in Paris and, and, you know, scarf down a couple cupcakes and donuts or, you know, however you grieve, whatever your thing is, right? And then it's done. No, grieving is one of those things that, you know, it is going to hit you periodically. You're going to hear a song or see a color or, or taste a food. There's going to be something that it brings you back to that person that brings that grief up again. And, and if so, if we don't find a way to uh, reimagine our experience with that person, then every time we think of that person, it's going to cause damage. It's going to cause hurt. It's going to cause harm. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to deplete us and exhaust our immune system. So take some time to figure out how you want to, instead of being upset over the the, the, the the person, the life, the thing that you lost, figure out how you can honor that and respect that. There was there's a, a book called The Art of Gathering and written by Priya Parker. And she talks about how this guy was going to have his foot amputated. He's going to lose his foot, right? And I said, I was, I was, um, I said, <laughs> he was going to lose his foot. And so, sorry, I just got distracted for a second. He was going to have his foot amputated. And of course, that's a huge loss. So what he did was he called uh, uh, his friends over to have a loss, to, 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 to throw a party for his foot that was going to be amputated. So he had a, a party where all his friends were going to come over and, and just like roast his foot, make fun of the fact that he was going to lose his foot and crack jokes and have fun and things like that. He found a way to celebrate it so that he didn't just have the, the memory of you know having his foot amputated. He also had the laughs and the cheers and the cards and, and the experience of, of being supported and surrounded by his friends. So he attached another memory to it that allowed him to absorb the pain of the loss because, you know, there are going to be days where he's going to be fine, not a big deal, having a foot amputated. And then there are going to be other days where he's going to be like, man, this is awful. This really sucks. It's going to be painful. He's going to be upset and angry and resentful. But, but then he's going to remember the party and the roast and a joke someone said, and he's going to attach that to it. So, Find a way to, you know, yes, go through your grieving. Go through the anger and the numbing and the shock and the, and the sadness and the depression. Go through that. And, but, and, and, and find a way to celebrate your loss. And, and know that no loss is too small. Don't think, well, that's just a, a little loss. No, it's, it's like if, you, if you're moving, right, from one place to the next, 
then you know maybe you want to celebrate the 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 apartment that you're leaving or the house that you're leaving or the neighborhood that you're leaving and throw a party for that find a way to honor it you know find your way there is no right way to grieve there's no right way to to honor it but find your way and know that that's important to you if if you've had uh you know if you had uh if you lost someone right to violence i mean that's really hard because a lot of times what we do is we hold on to the anger of the person who took that person's life but but that's not healthy for us so we have to find a way to to grieve that and honor the the happy memories of the person who was taken from us we have to find a way to celebrate their life celebrate the time we had with them instead of attaching letting every memory uh, of that person be attached to the person who took it who who took them you know there was a i forgot there there was a, a woman who lost her child uh it was a death by cop and uh it was uh, they found a cop guilty of uh of the, of the and the family was there and they yelled we forgive you in unison we forgive you and that was so beautiful to me because they you know oftentimes we see people yelling and arguing and they're like we want the death penalty and you're going to pay for this and and they just they walked in in unison holding hands we forgive you so find a way to forgive yourself find a way to forgive the other person allow yourself to grieve and know that it's not a one and done it's going to you know surface occasionally right and there's no time limit on it and also find a way to to celebrate or honor it you know whether it's whether you go write a book about the experience or talk to a therapist or uh you know throw a party whatever it is find your way thank you for tuning in to another episode of before you kill yourself with your host leo flowers remember this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 uh numbers that are listed in the show notes if you live in germany sri lanka uh toronto canada if you live in detroit right la wherever you are in the world you can call chat text and if you need financial assistance there are also links in the show notes for that okay uh, you can go to thrive with leo for one-on-one coaching with yours truly let's get to tomorrow together